On this episode of John Marucci on the Road, we'll review Torreya State Park in Florida's Panhandle, about 50 miles west of Tallahassee and 13 miles north of Bristol, Florida. The almost 14,000 acre out-of-the-way state park sits high on a bluff overlooking the Apalachicola River. Hey everybody, this is John Marucci. I made the jump to traveling with my RV back in 2016 and have never looked back. I've had my share of problems along the way, and this channel attempts to be what I wish I had when I started out. So let's go ahead and jump in. Even though the campground sits high on a bluff, many of the campsites are fully sand, as are some of the campground roads. There are several miles of hiking trails, as well as the historic Gregory House located on the park grounds. Likely the main draw of the park is the fact that it's remote and away from it all. In this regard, the park has a relaxed feel. The Gregory House is a pre-Civil War plantation house overlooking the Apalachicola River. The house is a nice example of a period plantation house, and small group tours of the house are available for a small fee. You'll need to check with the park as to the availability of the tours. You can walk around the house grounds and nearby trails at no cost. So here are some campground facts. There is one small campground, Weeping Ridge, with 28 rentable campsites. The campground also has two yurts and a cabin that can be rented. Each of the 28 sites have water and electric, but no sewer hookups. There is one dump station that can accommodate a single RV at a time. The dump station ratio is good, given it has to accommodate only 28 RV sites. Most of the campsites are sandy, but several are predominantly grass with some sand. There are also two youth camp areas and three primitive camping areas in the park where you would have to hike in. Likely the main drawback of the park is the general location, the closeness of many of the campsites, and the sandy lots. In fact, the lot we stayed at was extremely close to our neighbors to the point of being able to clearly hear all outside conversations when we were inside our trailer. Before we get into the five criteria that we cover for campground reviews, we want to let you know about a great planning resource on JohnMarucci.com. Did you know that some states allow their park campgrounds to be booked over a year in advance, while others are as little as 90 days? This can make travel planning a real headache when trying to book a trip through different states. Our interactive state park booking map provides vital booking window information for state parks that will allow you to better plan your next great trip. You can even click right to each state's reservation website from the interactive map. Just visit johnmarucci.com and click on the resources page to find out more. There are five criteria we look at when rating a campground. First up, hospitality and check-in. We give this only a 3 out of 5, mainly because there was no ranger station to check in, and we were required to be at the main camp building between 3 and 5 p.m. to get our site tag. Easily doable, but just slightly inconvenient to have to remember to do this, especially after a long drive and having set up a campsite. We missed the time frame, and next day went to get our site tag, which was sitting on a table in an open room. Also, these instructions are on a small sign at the entrance to the campground, so it would be easy to miss. Next in our review is infrastructure and amenities, which we are going to give a 4 out of 5. The main park road is paved and in good shape, but the campground road leading up to the campsites is sandy and rutted. It's actually going to shake up your RV quite a bit getting up that road. Each of the RV sites has electric and water, 
yet there are no full hookup sites. There are modern bathhouses in the campground section for showering, but we didn't see laundry machines in the campground. The bathhouses themselves were moderate in age and appearance. The campground is well maintained and clean, and there's a security gate with passcode to enter the campground after hours. Next up, site quality is going to get a 4 out of 5 as there is a good deal of difference between the quality and privacy of various sites. Many of the sites on the north side of the campground, sites 1 through 16, are very close together to the point of being able to clearly hear conversation next door of your neighbor sitting outside from inside your own RV. The sites on the south side, sites 17 to 29, seem slightly more spread out. The north side campsites are almost fully sand lots, while many of the south-facing lots are more grass with some sand. If you don't like sand, avoid the north-facing campsites. All sites have electric and water, fire pits, picnic tables, and are basically level. Our exercise ability rating is 3 out of 5, as there are several miles of paved park roads to run on with very occasional slow traffic, as well as several miles of hiking trails. Yet there is no immediate park access to the river, and no lakes located in the park, so water sports like canoeing, kayaking, and fishing are not readily available. Also, the paved running is uneven at times, with significant side hills going to and from Gregory House that can be tough on the feet and ankles. There are trails for hiking, but the lack of water access is a certain drawback for those who want these options. Finally, we're giving a 3 out of 5 for workability as the bandwidth for AT&T was moderate, with Verizon much less impressive. Using an iPhone X, we had speeds of 13.4 megabits per second down and 0.85 megabits per second up on AT&T. Using our Verizon Jetpack MiFi, we experienced slow speeds of 0.41 megabits per second down and 0.53 megabits per second up. One interesting note is that the campground sits right on the border of the eastern and central time zones. Depending on which cell tower our phones were connected to, we would actually get two different times. Overall, we thought Torreya State Park was a fair value. We could work remotely and exercise, but the overall quality and closeness of the campsites and the lack of water sports are certainly marks against the campground. If you're looking for a place to kick back and relax and do some hiking in the panhandle away from it all, this could be a good choice. If you desire more choices in terms of water sports, you prefer some distance between campsites, and you don't care for sandy lots, then you may want to look elsewhere when planning your next trip. Okay, that'll do it.